Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Scott, are we live right now? I believe so. Hello and welcome to the Players' Lounge, episode 604. I'm Cyrus Hobby. And I'm Scott Felix. And I'm just kidding. This is like episode 15. We've lost count, <laughs> but it's good. But that's good because we're talking about a lot of crazy shit. We're talking about a lot of good ball, you know, a lot of good ball, a lot of uh, a lot of things are happening in the state of Troy. Yeah, shout out to Michael Pittman getting the runner up for Blitnikoff. That's yeah, pretty man. cool. That's dope. He balled out. He deserved every bit. Yeah, and uh, he was the best player on the team this year, hands down. Yeah, he so. was consistent and he had fucking leadership. And Would have liked to see him get that W, but. Well, um, you know, yeah, get that, get that, get that trophy. But he lost to a, a worthy opponent, though. <laughs> I would say I saw that guy's stats from LSU, and I was like, hot damn! Wait, what team's he on? LSU. Who's the coach over there? Coach O. Coach O. Oh man, it's funny how Coach O just is coming up as a reoccurring theme in college football everywhere. Well, it's been a reoccurring theme all season as well with the former players. Um, every single guest we've had on the show and even mm-hmm. just people that we've talked to. Before they were balling out, too. Yeah. Like, before. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Before they were balling out and then just, like, continuously throughout the season. You know, LSU's obviously been undefeated the whole year, but you're like, oh, man, Coach O's 4-0. Oh, yeah. You know, Coach O's 5-0. Yeah. And you just – that's the guys that, you know, when we see them outside of uh, just, like, SC, like, former players, that's what they're all talking about. Well, it's funny that we've been – and obviously we can sound like those assholes right now. I've been talking about Coach O for years now. But no, it's not just us. Like, everybody's been talking about Coach O for, since he left. I mean, dude, and people – I'm glad that he's reaping the freaking benefits people now. People in McKay Center are still talking about Coach O. You know, oh, I know. It's it's Have been. I mean, we went back there a couple of days ago, and you know, that's uh, that's a name that's on the okay. tip of everyone's <laughs> tongue right now. That was a good time actually going through SAS. But real quick, shout out to SAS, the uh, learning specialists at USC. Those are unsung heroes mm-hmm. that keep uh, those guys eligible yeah. <laughs> to be able to play. Pretty much. But not only that, they're actually interested in like making you a decent human being in the world. I appreciate a lot of those people in SAS. So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but Coach O, uh, one thing I wanted to say about Coach O that reiterates what we're saying, Coach Robinson on staff, that's a Trojan legend on staff next to Coach O. Marcus Allen setting the tone with being on the sideline with Coach O. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see more and more SC guys over there with Coach O. And a lot of old school dudes realize that he was he was the key to like getting SC back to, to where they wanted to be. Yeah, football. I mean, I remember we saw that like a month ago. I remember it was uh, Coach Robinson, the first mm-hmm. one that I saw. And it was I know, just, I was like, Coach? It was, yeah, it was super <laughs> casual. I was like, Threw wait, what? I was like, what the hell? And then, surely enough, Marcus Allen goes and joins it. Surly. <laughs> Surly? I said Surly? Surly. I said Surly. No, no, Surly. I said Surly. No, but you you meant Surly. Surly. That's how you say it? Surly? Surly. No, you say Surly. No, you said Surly. Oh, whatever. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, man. (laughs) Let's just cut this whole show. No, I'm lost. Um, No, I mean, it's just, it's interesting that all of the people that literally have no ties to LSU are wearing LSU gear and on the sideline. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think we're going to see more Trojan legends helping out, too. I mean... Well, you got did dirty, man, and the and that's a way of the Trojan family sticking together too. Is that even when the logo does you dirty, they're still gonna have them on. Like you're still gonna have your back in other areas. You <laughs> it's know? low key. It's, it's funny how it is kind of Trojan family because uh-huh. he came through and like everybody knows that he got screwed over at SC, man. Yeah, and, and well, you know, 
we could have the I think there's been at least a section in every single podcast that we've done that we've talked about Coach O just like being like come back but <laughs> miss you you know he won Coach of the Year man so you can't say shit yeah. to that man oh I'm so happy hope he wins a natty yeah. hope he wins it next year and um, dude the the crazy thing is is that each week that I've seen them playing I see the matchup and I'm like damn this might be the time that like the train stops you know mm-hmm. like I saw that they're playing Georgia for the conference championship and I was like damn that's a it's gonna be a tough one. They'll fucking destroy Georgia. It's yeah. not even close. It's like, God dang, dude. Can't I doubt think, that, man. I think SC knew what they were doing. I think they, they're not – just are really, really not concerned with football at this we'll, point. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay, we'll get but to that. no, this is part of it. This is well, part of the conversation because they had the opportunity to well, do it I with think Coach it's, little, it's a little bit different now because with Pat Hayden at that moment. Yeah, they, they he's s- a part of it. Well, the, well it's a trickle-down effect, yes, because we still had President Nikias still there at that time. And right. Nikias, say what you want about the man, he cared about football. He, he, I, I think, I think he know? did. I don't know. I that. think he did. I think he cared about football from, from people that I've spoken to, my sources. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot reveal my sources. My that lamp over there. <laughs> What'd you say, lamp? My sources. Homeless Joe outside. <laughs> Slim. Hey, hey what's hey, yo, up, Slim. man? Big Slim. Nah, people from the vibe that I always got from Nikias and what people said too, they said that he cared about football more than what it is now mm-hmm. and now you're seeing uh there's a there's a there's a multitude of issues with the whole hayden thing i think yeah. everybody knows that and uh but now it's a little bit different with the new president and then with the new ad uh i mean we've talked to staff outside of the fo- the football program mm-hmm. at usc and everybody's saying like the vibe is that they don't really care about football right now yeah we had a we had a good meeting with uh with dr- uh, the drama department over at SC, shout out to Drama. Uh, uh, Scott's looking at me funny now. I guess we oh can't no. talk about true events that happened. Oh no! But anyways, uh, yeah, man, fuck it, an alumni. What do you mean? And they, but, but that we're t- I'm showing that SC alumni that aren't even involved in athletics, they see shit too, and they know that it's like the the vibe is totally different because they were around when Pete Carroll was around. Well, the reason I'm looking at you funny is yeah. because. Uh, uh, I, was I don't know. Insert insert joke. Insert joke. Okay. But uh, th- it's funny because when you when you go and talk to people outside of the football program and outside of McKay Center, they give pretty honest feedback because they have no loyalty to the football exactly. program, you know. And I mean that's one of the main things that has been spoken about lately is that like oh, well you know the new president doesn't really give a shit about football and it's not necessarily like obviously all the football fans are going to be upset but it's not necessarily a bad thing for the university right now i guess because we're dealing with some some stuff right now yeah heavy stuff well drama's my people so i gotta yeah. give them their shout out but we've been there it's even they wrecked too <laughs> Well, you ain't repping, you ain't repping motherfucker. I'm repping, motherfucker. Have you seen my ass cheek? I got a fucking tattoo, <laughs> That's true. Dude. You have the, yeah. the, what's it, the happy face and the sad face yeah. tattoo? Yeah, yeah. It says USC drama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dramatic. They're aware that, like, even I, without even prompting, I've heard people talk about how there's issues outside of football that they're like, they got to worry about that stuff more. Yep. And I think that's where the program's at. I think they're, this school is such a big international powerhouse with, Way the other programs, the business school is huge. The communicate, the uh, marketing school is huge. Well, football's not the only thing the USC has. And all these scandals, like they're like they're trying to get this guy, Coach Elton. Coach Elton, like what's what's the first thing everybody says about Coach Elton? He's a good guy. Good dude. I don't like his coaching, but he's a good dude. That's what they want. They want a good dude that's going to keep them just on the straight and narrow, on the straight path. And uh, 
Coach O. They had the, I think they were well aware they had the opportunity with that dude because what other reason to not hire him besides I mean, there was, there like was the a, way he sounds. Uh, Bruce Feldman, who works for Fox Sports, I believe, um, he came out with an article this week saying that sources say, with oh. his sources, that Coach O didn't get hired by Pat Hayden and the uh, the mm-hmm. higher ups because yeah. they didn't think that he was a like a country club kind of guy. Like he couldn't go and speak to people, which is yeah. which is completely <laughs> false. Because I, I swear, know. you get in a conversation with Coach O, that man will make you feel like you're his best friend <laughs> immediately. You know, I've never heard anybody that has anything bad to say about Coach O, and that's a weird thing to say because he's a hard ass dude and he's not a necessarily a nice man. And you still find people. Nobody a, says anything a, bad about him. I would him. say he's the nicest man. I agree, but I mean, like when it comes to football practice, in, no, it's different. That's but what like I'm when saying. You're, when you're meeting the dude outside of the out of the McKay Center, well, now the LSU Center, <laughs> the LSU <laughs> Center. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, when that's why parents love this man, especially the mamas, man. Mamas want to see their sons taken care of in the recruiting process, and Coach O's over there talking about, yeah, let's order 15 pounds of crawfish for your son right oh, now. Oh man, like, gumbo, we gonna yeah. get gumbo, yeah. Like, I don't, under, I don't, I don't get that whole thing where it's like, yo, we we didn't feel like he would be presentable to people. It's yeah, like, it's, dude, that's the it's most an presentable excuse. dude. It's a hundred percent an excuse. And Pat Hayden, and it's a lie. Which, by the way, what fucking university? What other university do you know about the athletic directors more than the coaches? I mean, you we've will. had two of the past two years. You Pat Hayden. See and Lynn Swan. What can anyone right now send a text or a tweet? Do you know an athletic director at any other school? Yeah. Um Ohio State. Okay. That's one other one because they're, the they're the other <laughs> Dirk, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> they're the one other school that's marketable <laughs> on that side of the country. Yeah. We're the only school where you know about our ADs. That's a problem. I think Pat Hayden's in freaking doing theater and plays well, and shit. It's just like Well, he does theater now. I almost did a play with him at SC. With Pat Hayden? Yeah, he was in a, he was in a play. I auditioned for the role, and then because I, I was too locked into football, I Pat never, Hayden was in a play. Yeah, at bro, USC. I was almost in a play with him. He was more. Trust me, Pat Hayden was not was he about playing Stanley and the street card name Desire. <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> He's playing Brando. <laughs> oh no, dude. All the girls are like, oh god, this does not work. Yeah, I do not want to do oh, this. Oh man, that dude, that dude was worried about making his buck, and you saw with that, whatever scandal he was in, they were not trying to coach O. He's would have took the shine, man. Coach being, O would have took the shine. He's being hard. Uh, he's being targeted by um, prosecutors right now about that whole um, that USC scandal right now about people like paying to get into oh, school. Oh, I'm sure he got pretty yeah. penny. No, they're they're looking <laughs> into him right now. So I mean, what was that freaking? Stay tuned. What was that? Ass foundation that he had that was a charity, dude. I don't, that, I I don't know enough. I remember so I the LA Times article. Yeah, but I, don't I don't know enough. To but like, it. it's just like, are you kidding me, dude? This, yeah. these are our athletic directors, bro. Hopefully, I don't know much about this guy now. He seems like a little more low key, um, which uh, that part of it I like. And he's, you know, I, personally, I like the balls on him to hire Coach Helton again because I'm pretty sure people are in his ear on him. Like not to hire Coach Eldon, so oh, I like I it, bro. Know. Instead of him going like, "All right, let's just hire a name, Sarkeesian or Kiffin," like, no, he's like, "No, we're gonna stick with this dude, stick it out another year." I'm just, yeah. I mean, whether it's right or wrong, I like. I, well, I'm saying whether it's right or wrong, I like the move by the AD, personally. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry, Scott had a, something in his throat. I'm not. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens as it unfolds. If I think. there's any other person other than Urban Meyer that didn't get, or like, if we didn't get Urban Meyer, I'm happy with keeping Coach Elton. 
Yeah. Well, I don't think they would have got Urban Meyer. Well, I think Urban Meyer probably saw what happened to Coach Owens. was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> mm, uh, possibly, but there's there's a, that's a different that's a different set of circumstances. But I don't think that, like you said, I don't think that they want to really have anything new in Mm-mm. the university right now. They want to be chilling. Yeah. Well, dude, it's like you see shit like there's been nine suicides on campus this year. Like that is just that, yeah. This is actually a good weird, topic man. to bring up. That that's is, that is strange. That's uh, I haven't I haven't known too much about it. Like I had to actually like I I had to research. But articles to understand what was really even happening because I haven't heard about it just by, you know, things coming up in the news at all. It hasn't really been spoken about that much. It's pretty fucked up. I know. I think about three or four of them were like actual or legitimate suicides, like labeled as suicides, and the rest of them were they're not sure because of like overdose. Um, again, I don't know enough about it to be talking about it, but I do know that that's gnarly, man. Come on, bro. I mean, I remember when if we had any any student that died, one. In a semester, it was like heavy for that semester. Well, I mean, we, we had we. I remember that, and well, the time that we were at SC, there was the one for, uh, mm-hmm. foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. Um, he he got he uh, he was with another girl in his car, and he got robbed at gunpoint, and I think he got killed. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, so there was that one, and then there was the kid that was walking home like on really the highway, late. right? No, 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 no. That was a different one. Oh shit! He got he got that was a kid that was just like so drunk that he like wandered on the highway. You gotta be pretty damn drunk to do that, man. Yeah, that's that's, a, whole that's, other that's mess. a little bit more than than drinking, I would say. But well, you ain't been to Fat Row. Well, I've been to Fat Row. <laughs> well, I've dabbled been, in there. I've dabbled in there. There's Sorry, we don't mean to joke about this. No, shit, no, 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 no. But there's um, it's it gets it gets no. I mean, you can understand with like some of the kids that you'd see on Fat Row, like how just out of their minds they would be that you could like mm-hmm. understand that somebody got so intoxicated that they went and wandered onto the damn freeway yeah you know like that's that's bad that's and that doesn't even have anything to do with the surrounding it because people talk about oh let's see the area is it's like it's not even that bad it's like you're getting that drunk i don't care where you are you're that fucked up walking around that's not good for yeah, anyone yeah. what are you doing i think there's there's a couple more factors involved with it too that weren't just like you i th- I think it was more than just being drunk too. Yeah, there's other it. things into it. You talking about these ones? Well, no, no, no. no, no. I'm talking about that one that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there was that other kid that was walking home, and I think it was like a late night. It was like during finals or something like that. And that like uh, group of it was like four or five kids, like teenagers from the area. They ended up like jumping this kid and like beat mm-hmm. him up so badly that he ended up like going back into his apartment. I think it's right. It's right off of Vermont, that one place. It's right by the Trojan Liquor Store. And he went into his okay. bedroom and he was beaten up so badly that he ended up dying in his Fuck, room. Man. You know, but like that, those are like three that happened while we were at school. But you like know? during the whole tenor. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. We were there for, you know, for five, over five years, mm-hmm. you know, but now it's like nine in one semester. What? That's, what? that's nine. Yeah, that's crazy. Semester. That's fucking. It must have been a bad batch of something. I've, I've heard rumors about fentanyl, this thing, stuff with fentanyl getting into What's What's fentanyl? Fentanyl is like this chemical that's in some of the drugs. I know like in cocaine and yes, students be doing the coke. <laughs> but uh, I had lost a buddy in Arizona, a former high school teammate that snorted what he thought was cocaine and had fentanyl in it. And now he's not with us anymore either. Man. And again, I need to know more about the situation before I'm speculating. But I, that was one of the rumors that we had at a, there was an event actually at, uh, tire biter a week or so ago about uh mental health yeah. mental health for the for the nine that lost their lives and I heard rumors about fentanyl so just be fucking careful people holy shit man it's crazy times and well yeah I mean you see that that's another f- I, that's a huge factor right now at USC too and you know I, I don't like you said uh, over three months ago you're like I don't think that they're that worried about football right no. now 
There's a lot more of the things going on. Um, and Coach Helton's a good image, man. He I, is, I like he I, he's is. a good dude. He's a good image. He brings people want to shit on him for the ball aspect. I think if he wants to make an impact, he needs to make a good hire this off season with somebody on his staff. I don't and know. That's where, and just you know, with all due respect to like the nine deaths, shifting yeah. gears into something yeah. with, based on Appreciate ball. Appreciate doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah, just so people don't get weirded out. No, I mean, you, like, we were making the point about yeah, there's a lot of shit yeah, going yeah, on yeah, at SC yeah. besides and like, ball. And it's like obviously like all of the prayers and like all the love go to those families and everything like that because I couldn't imagine that situation. But like when it goes to Coach Helton though. I mean, we the news broke last week that Coach Helton was going to get mm-hmm. rehired, basically to stay there. Mm-hmm. You feel very cool about it. Yes, I've I was very emotional when we first spoke, and I still am to a certain extent. You because cried in my arms. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck? What's that confidence, dude? bro? We had signed an NDA, um, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I think that. After thinking about it for like a week, um, mm-hmm. I understand the outside circumstances about it. Like, mm-hmm. there's other things that factor into that hire. But when I'm just like simply looking at the football program and the state of that that team, right? I'm not happy about it. But and this is where we disagree because yeah. I think, believe it or not, I think it's a good thing for the football team. I think these young dudes need consistency. They need a culture created through good times and bad, and people are going to argue with me on this, but they need to have some level of consistency. And And I think Coach Heldon brings a, a decent culture and family aspect to the program that they have not had in a long time. Here's here's my thing. I think that Coach Helton is a really good coach, and I think he's learning his way as mm-hmm. a head coach. I think that he is a head coach for sure, Yeah. but that standard at USC is a little bit different. And I think that the supporting cast of coaches that he has right now are below average, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And when you're talking about like creating a culture, I don't really know what kind of culture you're creating when the standard is, you know, dead last in the country in turnovers. We're you know terrible in penalties per game. Um, where it's just, it's like, it's, it's like, there's not like really like a, I feel like there's, I feel like the standard of like what USC football is, is not really being kept. Like when coach Joe was walking around there, coach Pola, these guys that had been to SC and like knew the tradition of it. Shout out coach Pola. Yeah. Like they, they reminded you every single day of like what the standard is and that the logo was bigger than yourself. Not that the players think that because I I don't, I don't know what the hell they think right now, Mm -hmm. but you knew what you were playing for, and nowadays I feel like they're. I feel like USC is almost like rebranding themselves as what the f- what football is almost. Like it, I remember when I was a recruit, we were talking about this the other day. I remember when I came there on my junior day, uh, when I was a junior in high school. I, I was watching the the video that they put up. It was that montage of Dream On, the music that music video with like all of like the mm-hmm. legends of SC, and from right there. At that moment, I knew that I was going to SC no matter who offered me, no matter what happened. I was like, I'm going to SC because I want to carry on this tradition. Now, it feels like it's more about the trendiness of being like, oh, man, I go to USC. And, like, it's like, you know, the th- that whole vibe. That, like, that's what it feels like, and that's what it looks like. And now I don't really know how much that, that – what like, if we have tradition that rich, what culture do we need to build, you know? What do you mean? You have to have a. We had a sanctions that freaking knocked us on our ass 
soft ass shit to all the things you're talking about. I saw a lot of injuries this year. They did a whole off season plan for JT Daniels. I'm not saying he was a guy or not. I like Kedon Slovis a lot more than JT personally. He gets hurt in the beginning of the year. You got a freshman in there now. They got running backs that were getting hurt. Their whole defense is young. They're all young. He's making you, you're now. You sound like people saying the Pete Carroll days, like oh Pete Carroll no, trying to no, bring no, it back. No, it's no, like no, no, you no. have to create your own, and Helton has to create his own culture. And maybe he's not doing it at the speed that we know. Now we understand, and, and we're we're all bitter because Coach O would have done that shit quick. Maybe we wouldn't have won that first year, but I'll tell you what, they would be doing shit now. Coach Helton is like you said, learning his shit, and he needs time to fucking build but the culture. How, but how much time though? That's the issue. You, know? you don't, dude. But how, I feel bad for the dude. What he I feel has bad to deal for him with, too man. because he's, I'm saying he both needs all the time he's, he needs. He's being he deserves it. He's being given uh, minimal tools by the whole organization of like USC. I call mm-hmm. them an organization because that's what they fucking are. <laughs> um, WWE. Yeah, it's the it's the Illuminati. <laughs> but yeah, he's being he's being he's being given minimal tools to make a program successful. So like, there's there's give and take on how mm-hmm. much you have to criticize Coach Helton. But when you're just talking like X's nose and you're talking ball about this whole thing, I just I don't. The reason why I'm a little, uh, I'm not on like the whole like happy that Coach Helton is. You're, nobody is. Yeah, nobody. I'm, I'm the one that's isolated here. No, I no, understand there's, there's that. There's a few people. There's a few people that are, but those are like the. I don't know. I can't. I can't brand those mm-hmm. people. But. I just as a as a former player, as somebody that knows the game of football very intimately and know behind the scenes as you do, mm-hmm. I just look objectively at where we're at, what's been happening, how the state of the program is, um, just all these factors, and I'm just looking at it, and it's just a simple question: like, are you proud of where we're at? And I think that you would get a 99% answer of the fan base that says no. Okay, you know, and that's where it's like, okay. If we're not changing the head coach, because we are dealing with a wide variety of issues outside of the football program, mm-hmm. okay, I understand that. But then, what are like the, what are the what are the needs that needs to happen with this offseason? Coaching staff. Yes, That's I understand exactly that. I but this is this is like where I'm. Con- this is where I'm concerned. Really, like a big big concern. If I'm a coach that is of any worth outside of USC that's being recruited per se to go and work on this staff with Coach Helton, I have to move across the country to go bring my family there. I have to change my whole life around to go over to Los Angeles. Oh, get man, that shitty Los Angeles. Y- yeah, yeah, that yeah. terrible no, no, Southern no, 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 California no. Listen, vibe. No, listen to this. You get to Los Angeles, you have your nice little home and you're set up and you're getting moved in for the first six months of you being there. And then let's say worst case scenario happens, Coach o or Coach Helton doesn't get hired for this next season. I don't know too many coaches that are going to invest their time and their family's time to go move to a place when the coach is very uh, on shaky ground. I do bring back when SC comes and says, "Hey, we're going to pay you this much fucking money to come here." You're going to think about it. Hey, we're going to pay you this much money to come live in Los Angeles to coach for. USC. You don't think there's guys that are interested in that? I think that when they have a good setup as is and they're thinking about the relocation <laughs> of their family and that's like, oh, okay, I might be out of a job within a year. This might, this is a, a, a rental job, basically. That's where I don't think that you're going to get to. That's all we coaches. had were coaches doing that, I see. So why would that be any different now? I'm saying I'm agreeing with you that it's on Coach Helton to make that case, but you're, you can't tell me coaches are not going to want to come to SC. Yeah, you're going to hear good you're gonna, money. USC has uh, is damaged goods right now. 
but they still are, have pull in the NFL. They still have pull in the college football program where when you go do. to SC, it takes you to a good job. Kiffin fell up. Sark fell up. Coach KU, remember KU? He, yeah, everybody, he didn't fall up. He was a good coach. Everybody that leaves goes up. After. You're gonna get but guys to come here, I, and that's on Helton. I understand that. I'm just I'm thinking that like the college coach that's knowing that he's gonna stay in college football for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're gonna find a guy that's going to be a game changer. We'll go find a guy from like Arkansas State or like the SMU mm-hmm. or some shit like that. It's like USC is a huge upgrade for them. But we're talking like big programs in the country that are thriving right now. Who are you going to get from a top 25 college program to come and leave their setup right now to come join us when it's like you might not have a job in a year? That's the task at hand. I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, like I said, I just think that you're the the points you're making with the relocate SC is got money. It's got L.A. and it's got exposure so those are very easy things to sell it's on coach helton to bring him in saying i got you if we can do this i think if he wants to make people feel at home he's got to make that big hire i'm not i'm not saying he will and i'm i'm agreeing with you that it's a tough task but i'm i'm just saying i think if coach helton wants to i feel good with him i feel good with coach helton i'm excited going forward he's got my vote personally even though i'm not proud of what we've done i think consistency is actually more needed to see the task for me is if he can make a good offseason hire because they need he needs somebody on there that's like that fucking extra. I mean, look what Coach O, look at the impact Coach O and Coach Pola had on Kiffin's team. Yeah. And we weren't even, we're not even talking There's about Kiffin. Those are great offseason gets. And there's guys like that you can get around. I don't know how, I don't know when, how to do it, but there's a way to, that, that's, that's the task you should have at hand is getting a fucking game changer on his staff that can be the motherfucker that makes boys into men because that's what these guys need and having a consistent coach papa whatever you want to call papa can you hear me (laughs) having that is good for it i'm telling you bro that part of it is good and because i don't think the problem is that head coach having that consistency he's got to make moves he needs to have the tools to do what he needs to but at the same time it's like okay you got the tools that you got a rose bowl you're he the did, one that keeps saying that. I did, I did, and he's forever immortalized for it, 100%. Immortalized. Yes, yes. So he's 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 done his fair share. Mm-hmm. He's he's USC royalty as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. um, but that only goes so far. Um, the way that I see the program right now is you ever you you seen the Lion King when Simba comes back to the yeah. Pride Lands and that shit is just dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it feels like for the fucking football team right now, man. So who's Simba? I don't know. We got to hire somebody. <laughs> All right, bad analogy, but you know what I mean. The <laughs> no, deadlines are looking, fucked. I'm looking at. I'm looking at that, and I'm not. It's not. This isn't just me saying my piece because if anything, I'm more biased towards giving good feedback on USC. I will rarely ever criticize USC or any of the people there because I love them. That's all we've done and on this show is criticize uh, USC. No, we've, we've done like healthy, like objective <laughs> criticism. Like it's not like if somebody's fucking up, I'm going to tell you you're fucking up. It's that's and that's not unfair. But now it's like the vibe of all the former players that we've been meeting this past year because mm-hmm. the blessing with this show so we've been able to meet meet more guys than we have been the last few years just like being more in contact with them and stuff and the vibe is bro is like people are not excited to watch the games they're not watching the games they're just the energy it's been like the that enthusiasm for years. is just like it's just it's like yeah do you watch the games not really, no. It's like, whoa. Like, when's the last time you watched a game? 2016 when we were, like, doing good. 
You know, it's it's just I'm just I'm and, and all this is coming because coming from me because I want to see SC do as good as possible because that's how it should be. But you and everybody else says when things aren't wrong, change it, change it, get a new guy, get a new guy, and that's what part of that bothers me about SC is we just keep switching shit out and you don't find like get the big name guy, get the big name guy because we haven't. Okay, and since we're not fucking stick to stick Sark, to our guns and I, support this dude, that, the problem's not a head coach, man. That's where that's where yeah I agree that. The the above the head coach the the university is the problem. But mm-hmm. when you're also look you that can't just be the outing if, of. If being we're like, not going to do the coach show, which they clearly made a case that they're not going to do it, I'm going to stick with my guy at head coach. Other things need to change, but with Coach Elton, I'm not bummed about the hire, man. That's a good fucking get. Coach Elton, yeah, no, he's he's underrated. I'm not saying yeah. that he's a bad coach whatsoever. He's a good coach, but. I'm just I'm when I'm just looking objectively at shit. If I have a close family member working for me or doing anything mm-hmm. and they're fucking up the job, I'm gonna tell them they're fucking up the job. And if it keeps getting fucked up, I'm gonna fire them because I have to. You know, it's not about like blind loyalty to these guys. Right. You know, and me neither. And yeah. I'm talking about he's been doing his fucking job. It's other people in the goddamn but organization. Is he doing his job? Yes, I think how so. He, how's he his doing job, job is to keep it fucking consistent, create a family environment, but bro. The, but if the consistency it's, is seven and five. Mm-hmm. Injuries, young people. That's all him. Like, why is that Coach Helton? Why is that just Coach? Well, Helton? you have to hire a strength coach that can take right. Care and of look your what that people. strength coach did. He made us be able to fucking actually be capable in the trenches. Like, I'm watching guys not get pushed back. The old line, when they're together, they look like a fucking old line. We haven't had that in a couple of years, I man. I don't know, man. I watched the I watched the top. Not even. Let's leave out the top five teams because those are the rare teams. Mm-hmm. I watched the teams ranked five through fifteen. Right. And they look like different programs right. compared to us. That's we not look, in the trenches, baby. I would say it is. I think I think that we have improved to your point. We definitely have because mm-hmm. a couple years ago that shit was atrocious. And that's building but the culture, baby. It's it's getting it got better this past year, but at the same time though, we looked I don't want that sounds we looked I'm lost. Gonna say, I'm gonna say we I'm gonna looked say young. We look like a JV team compared to the real teams in the country. Right, but not in the line. Our line looked good. I would and say I, that, I would that say that that's while. I would say that's one of the bigger issues is the is the defensive line in terms of where I see the gaps. I go watch um But they're not oh, getting pushed. They're just not they're just not in the right places. They're not in the right places to make plays. I agree with you on that, but they're not getting shoved back. I watch dudes but getting pushed back ten yards. But then where's before. the consistency though? Is that on them or is that on the coordinator? That's on the coaching. Okay. And that's, on, and yes, that's also it is. yeah, but, but like that's a trickle down effect though. Yes it is. If you're if you're the CEO of your company mm-hmm. and you have your manager fucking up, he's fucking up because you're not telling this motherfucker what to do. Like mm-hmm. you need to be able to be a good leader and like tell him what his standard is, what his job is. Mm-hmm. And if he keeps on fucking up, you're going to hire another person and they keep fucking up. Right. Eventually the motherfuckers are going to go look at the CEO and be like, yo, it's you. That's the problem. Right. You know, that's uh, why he needs to make a good hire this off season. I would agree. And I don't, I just, I'm, I'm nervous about it, man, because the v- overall energy of USC football is just like very subpar right now. And people, mm-hmm. That day when when he was announced that he was going to come back, a part of me was like really happy because I love the man and I'm like thank God like he gets to stay in LA and like he gets to keep his job because I think he's good at it. But at the same time, the part of me that like wants excellence and like 
USC mm-hmm. to be thriving. It's like fuck. Well, you I know? think you're mad at the wrong guy, personally. I'm not mad, I think I'm not the mad SC, at I think the Trojan family is. I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just I'm because if USC football sucks, then it ain't gonna affect my life. I'm good either it does. way. It, it affects my life on a personal fucking level. I'm good either way, man. <laughs> but if if I'm do I want them to do good and be good? Of course. But you know, it's not gonna ruin my day if they're terrible. It'll make my day better if they're good. But um, you, when you're when your team is doing eight and four, seven and five in consecutive seasons. You ain't gonna be having guys that are coming itching to come back. Nope. You know, and that affects recruiting. We're I don't know if you've seen this, but we've lost like three recruits since that was announced. Yeah, that was and a rough now, year. And no, 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 no. I'm talking about like the last week. I know it was a rough we, year. Yeah, we've it's lost part of the year. Yeah, we've lost three recruits the last week. Right. And now we're dead last in Fuck the Pac-12 em. rankings. Fuck those guys. They I wanna agree. Hey, I agree. we need to get Urban. Oh shit, Alon. Hey, what's up? Alon's coming through. No, I agree, but. We're dead last in recruiting. Yeah, so. because they're like, I want Urban Meyer as my head coach. And it's like, well, you got well, Cusano. Well, What's up, Elon? Well, it's, uh, it's also, it. <laughs> uh, well, it's, yeah, that's cool. But, like, at the same time, though, like, two years from now, when we're reaping the benefits of this whole thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, right. What I just. Two years from now, we're the reaping the benefits? What, what do you mean? I don't know. Because Coach what exactly brings us to greatness. I'm know. on the boat. No, man. I'm reaping the benefits of us talking about being dead last in recruiting. Oh we, yeah, like we have we have like good players right now, but at the same time, though, like our player development. I would who argue. Makes the, by would, the way, who would, makes those fucking? I'm talking. I'm not. I don't like. I'm not the one like looks at rivals and is like these is this is the truth. Well, that's who makes that thing. That's I'm who makes at the claims. All of the recruiting websites, and if we are consistent, <laughs> you just said you don't look at it. No, I'm not talking about. I'm looking. I'm not looking at one of them and yeah. being like this is it. If I'm looking at unanimously, we are dead last. On all the recruiting sites, there's a little bit of truth to yeah, that. Yeah, but those are all bullshit too, no, man. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it is not. Because you were when a five I star. When I, I was in the five star. I was Chad a four Wheeler. Star. Yeah, yeah, wasn't, yeah. He was a one star. Yeah, there's our guys. classes. No, Bro, I'm saying you're gonna find gems. It does though. Okay. When when you have when you when you have players that are only gonna be two and three star guys, it's like okay, dope. Like I'm sure that you're gonna get like three or five of them out of the 25 class mm-hmm. that's gonna be good, but. Even the recruiting classes that we had when we were in, it was like only 15 right. players could come there. The recruiting classes were still the top of the Pac-12, even with only 15 kids. Quality of dudes, yeah, not their was, stars. Yeah, it was no. I don't want jackasses it, like that. But there. no, no, no. I agree with you that the five-star bullshit is like we've lost our way because like when when we were there when we got five stars, I would say like 70 to 80 percent of them ended up being good. Recently, for whatever reason, the five stars that we've gotten have just been just like very just passive. Right. It's not very so you just exciting. made my point. If we don't get in five stars, who gives a fuck then? Make no, 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 Do no, with no. what but you got. But your so. recruiting class isn't based off how many five stars you get. It's yes, it is. It's yes, a, it no, is. It's a, it's a culmination of. <laughs> it's the, based on the stars you they get. Find, they find the the average star that you yes. get. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the average star. If we're not, if if we're over here getting just like a bunch of low kids, like like respect to the two and three stars of the world because there's a lot of them. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) unanimously, we are dead last in Pac-12 recruiting. You're going to defend that? Yes, I am. Because I don't think it gives, I don't think it means shit. No, you're going off the websites and bullshit. Okay. Garbaggio. We're dead last. When have you, you're contradicting. You're saying that five stars doesn't matter, but we're dead last. That's exactly. No, I'm saying that the five stars of recent memory have not panned out to what they've been. But that doesn't mean that we don't. Because you don't have a culture. You can't make a kid great if you don't have nothing going on in your program. That's just how it's going to fucking go. So Kid's not going to thrive in a program. And he might single individually. You might have that. Some of those stars are going to get after so it. So we don't have a culture, you're saying? No. At SC? No. 
Not a good one. It's getting there. I think Coach Elton is the consistency building it's getting it. getting there? Yes, it is. Ooh. If, it, if we have support, Coach O might even motivate SC to be better. I think better. That if we were at Oregon State, we'd be proud. I'm not proud. I'm saying we're building a culture. No, no, no. I'm saying like we got fucking chopped at the knees with our sanctions, and we go, "Oh, it's not working. Hire somebody new. It's not working. Hire somebody new." That's the shit that's fucked up. Helden is not the problem. The reason why people are upset is one because the program's not doing that. I'm upset too. I'm not this. I'm not arguing that. I'm just not mad about Coach Helton being hired. But the reason why people are upset with Coach Helton, aside from like the you know looking at the uh, the state of the program, Mm -hmm. all season. People were talking about Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer was hinting the entire time that this dude is – he's basically, like, putting himself out there. Like, right. yeah, I want the USC job without even saying How do you do that? Just go look this shit up of all the interviews that he did about coaching USC and about coming back to the program. This man – Urban me, Meyer coming back. He never coached. Coming back to coaching. Oh, okay. But he he uh, he was he, he was giving. I'm telling you, just go watch the shit at any time. And he, this this motherfucker is giving these hints that. that he wants to come back. I do. I saw okay. the shit. All right. So everybody's like, all right, we're we're gonna we're basically gonna get Coach Urban Meyer mm-hmm. to come over here, and then you're getting the president saying that we didn't even take a meeting with this man. Yeah. People are like, what the so fuck? Exactly. People so are like, what the fuck? Yeah, so what does Coach Helen have to do? Championship, uh, basically, every place he's coached at who wants to come to the program when we're not happy about where we're at. And people are upset because you're like, yo, the president of the fucking university didn't even meet with this man when yeah. he wants to be here. Didn't even meet with I him. I just don't know that you know he wants to be here. I don't know let's how say, you let's, can, let's, yeah. let's say he just – he casually might have some interest <laughs> okay. let's say he let's has say let's say he has 10 percent right, interest because i'm gonna if you say that he's not interested in whatsoever i don't believe that okay. i think that he's a little interested in the job let's say he, I let's don't. say let's say he's fairly interested in the if job. i'm a if i'm a if he saw what happened to coach he got crucified he you think he wants fuck. to come to you sc don't give a fuck about that pat hayden was that shit right there pat hayden, i just don't know why would you want to come to sc if you're a big name guy if you don't have the tools you can use to get to because get wins if you get the keys to the program you're going to go in there, you're going to do your thing as Urban has but done. But he's not going to get the keys. That's he the thing. They're going to say, Urban, we want you to come, but here's the stipulation. You can't do bop, 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 bop. Yeah, Why and, that's, fuck and, that's, and, that's, and that's fine. That's that's the road okay. that we get. That's the path that we get to. But if you don't even take the fucking meeting, how the fuck are you supposed to get that understood? How, like, I just don't know if where's you, the gap we know all the things going on back. We don't. So I don't this know is all speculation. So we and don't they could have called him, and maybe no, he didn't. She said to a reporter this week, Quotes. We didn't meet with him. She said, I had never met with Urban Meyer right. nor discussed with him about coaching, the, nor did I ever reach out to him. Right. But that doesn't That's, mean he wanted to coach and then we said no. But the, okay, but even, let's say he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. The fact that you didn't even ask the motherfucker. <laughs> the motherfucker's available and he's hinting that he wants to come back and coach. Whether or not he wants to be at USC, I think that he did. And a lot of people do feel that he was hinting heavily that he wanted to come back to USC. So when you have that happening, and your president of the of the new president mm-hmm. who's trying to establish herself with the with everybody, mm-hmm. is coming out and saying we didn't even take a meeting with this man, nor did we reach out to him. People are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's I mean, like there's what like what what how does that help us? I'm not surprised by that at all. They already disrespected Coach O. Why would they go out of their way to get a guy like Urban Meyer? And I'm saying that. They might have Urban probably didn't even really reach out to them because he probably knows what the fuck he's walking into a hornet's nest and Coach Elton, the only decent guy, one of the only decent, fo- not one of the only decent, but the good guy that he is was like, I'll just deal with all this shit because he can handle it. I think it's on him 
to make fucking offseason hires, and he's got to. I agree. He's got to get that dog on his team, but I just don't put the blame on the head coach. It's not. It's not. I don't all, at all. Not all. I don't either. I don't think the blame is all on him either. There's there's far greater circumstances with USC that he's dealing with, and mm-hmm. we said this the other week too. Like if people knew the shit that he was dealing with, you'd probably be even more fond of Coach Helton. Yeah, for real. And I'm not. I'm not against Coach Helton whatsoever. I love that man. Um, I I'm just love that dude. I do, and but but there's there's just that a part of me, like I want I want USC to be good, man. I do and too. If, and if it and, and if I it comes if it way. comes to me telling a friend like yo, I'm, I gotta let you go, man. I'm sorry. Like I love you still. There's and then who do you put in his place? Who do I put in his place? Yeah. I'm getting Urban Meyer. You're getting Urban Meyer. I'm getting Urban Meyer. Okay. There's no question about that. No, go no. go look up any of the interviews that this guy did in relation to USC and you I'm telling understand. You, he's not coming in getting to do what he got to do at Ohio State or at Florida. And SC, when you get that head coaching job, you have restrictions, baby. My you got shit thing, you can't do, even though everybody's doing it around the and country. that's why people have the issue. That's why okay. people have the issue. They have one. So knowing that, so two, I like Coach Two Two issues. It's, it's, it's mediocrity, man. Two issues okay two issues one your president of the university doesn't even reach out to the man mm-hmm. who wants to come back and coach that's issue number one you don't know that but she okay. said it in an you article, don't know that he brother. wants to come back and coach for this program he said that he's trying to come back to coach he's trying to come back and make a comeback but at SC, we don't know that but the fact that he's like yo i want to come coach reach out to the guy and be like hey you want to you want to get down you want to come be yeah. Like coach wanna, us? yeah so <laughs> then it's like okay dope you're making but it sound so black and white, and I don't it think it's very, that it at very, all. it's it's not so black and white. But the facts are that Carol Folk came out and said we never reached out right. to him, so that's an issue. I'm cool that's with something that. Something that the I'm not the fans, okay. the fans aren't either. So okay. when when that happens, then it's also like okay, let's say that in the fantasy land that Carol Folk did reach out to him and they had a meeting, and then Urban Meyer's like, I don't want to come over here because you guys only want to give twenty percent of control to the program mm-hmm. to the coach. That's another issue that fans have with that. That they're to like me. You, that's the main issue. It is. It is one that's of the main. Why you're issues. not going to get that big name guy. Well, then, big name then, guys then, are smart then, enough then, to not come what, back here. That's what? why Marcus Allen and that's why Coach Robinson are on the sideline at LSU because they're like that place at USC. They're fucked up over there. So then, do we stay mediocre, and do we keep going to the Holiday Bowls for three fucking years out of the past five? Coach Eldon won a Rose Bowl. He did. That's not mediocre. I would Although say, I would argue that you know now I don't even want to get into that argument. But we won a rose. We won a rose bowl, yeah. And I'm, I, I'm probably the most proud motherfucker to say that we did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, look at everything so else that we did. Because of knowing all these factors, if you have zero consistency, it's just gonna keep being a shit fuck. But if the Urban Meyer comes is, out, if the consistency C plus, what consistency is that? The consistency of building a culture that's been fucking weakened by goddamn NCAA throwing sanctions and that puts Reggie Bush on a ten-year ban. A fucking that was huge. And Coach Helton is being like. The only fucking rock is what you need. It's not a head coach. I'm telling you, there's other fucking areas of that program that needs it. Coach Eldon, the hire, I love it, and I hope they fucking. I hope I don't. I I with you. I don't know if he's strong enough to be able to get through the bullshit because there's probably a fuckload. But I, he's not the issue to me, bro. There's like an overwhelming number of fans, and this is like aside from the whole debate mm-hmm. we're having here. This is just f- interesting news. There's like fans that are debating like. Uh, boycotting going to the fucking games like that dude, uh, USC Psycho, that yeah. fan that's like hasn't missed a game in like some twenty years yeah. or something like that. 
Motherfucker's about to like cancel season tickets. All right, well, fucking, I hope he does. I know, and I, I agree too. Motherfucking USC fans threaten me with my life, so I don't give a fuck yeah, about no, no, LA I fans. Yeah, I agree too. Dude. I agree. I agree too. Like, fuck them if you're gonna talk like shit. <laughs> yeah, like that. it's so cool. But like, let them it's just boycott. Like, but like when you, but all I'm doing is maybe that's what we need, bro. We might need that much because nothing else is working. The rehire, the putting bandaid over shuts on working, so might as well keep I don't it. No, man. What happens? What happens if we go eight and five again next year? What do you think? I don't know. We'll see. That's a big if. We still got Iowa. You're looking I mean, way you too also, far. Ahead. We you got also Iowa, said baby. last week that we're going undefeated. Yeah, I did. I'm going to see you. Watch this shit. USC versus LSU in the next championship game. Oh, NCAA sweet, is going to make it happen, baby. Sweet heaven. Help They're going to make it happen. You know sweet why? Because this is a ladies. fucking WWE. We're watching wrestling. This it's all fucking bullshit. And oh, yeah, it's going to be SC versus LSU. Mark my words. Oh my god, I can't wait. NCAA while they're season two of the Players Lounge and talking about this. Love you. Yes, I love you. <laughs> uh, and also, we have hired some guys. Can you, can you, yeah, we're yeah. so um, we're finally getting some advertisements here on the Players Lounge. Shout out to Believe Podcast Network. Um, we're not qualified enough to uh, read off these advertisements, so we're going to pass it on over to our folks in the studio, and they're going to bring us in. Hello and welcome to the Players Lounge Advertisement Hotline. We are here to bring you advertisements brought to you by the Players Lounge and Believe Podcast Network. Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. Let me tell you, if you get less or more, it's... It's not good. Just get eight. Well, one of sleep's biggest problems, temperature. Tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. You know what I mean? I want to tell you about Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed to specifically help you to achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. I didn't know that you could track that many hours of sleep. (laughs) It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like your bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm, now you can both have it at the same time. In a comfortable crazy bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out the first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. And moving on to our next advertisement, my bookie. It's an exciting time for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual-threat quarterback. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were at 50-1 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection more attractive than ever. Then on the 14th, we have one of the most stacked UFC cards in a long time. Three championship fights, all highly anticipated, right in the betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action, and we have the best place for you to go, my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet on a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. 
my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you're going to get an extra 1000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, Bet win, win, get, get paid. paid. Well, uh, everybody, thank you for listening mm-hmm. to episode 2000,005329 of it's, uh, the Players Lounge. It's been a treat talking to you. Uh, enjoy our... Enjoy our Enjoy this off season. I'll tell you what. Before last note, this game against Iowa is a big game. If, oh, if, dude, we didn't even talk about uh, Iowa. this game against Iowa is going to be a big tone going into the off season. So yeah. I, everything I'm saying, it could be retracted if we shit the bed against Iowa. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and we'll talk about Iowa next week. There's, it'll get closer to the bowl yeah. game. We'll be able to get a little more info on that. But yeah, yeah we're playing Iowa in the Holiday Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, uh, if you don't know, now you know, motherfucker. But we got to set the tone for that. So, appreciate all you listeners, uh, all three of you, mom, dad, dad, where are you? Uh, love you guys. Players Lounge, episode 612. Stay sexy. Hiring is challenging, and it used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter. In fact, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, and they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you cannot miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners here can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.